Hello, welcome to um, LX2 Codependency Coaching. I am Stella. We are recording live on Instagram at Luna underscore X2 underscore LLC. Um, I was on the wrong page and I was recording on my, my personal page and we don't do lives on my personal page. <laughs> so I was talking about the fact that I have a dog now. Um, I had a dog in Ireland, which is just kind of an interesting thing that, that the circumstance that happened, um, the... Uh, Airbnb host that I was staying with uh, for the three months that I was in Ireland. Um, he was he had a show dog. He had two of them, a mom and a daughter. I had the daughter, Rosie, uh, and she was my companion in Ireland. And um, I had gotten her this week last year, um, and so now I have taken um, I've taken custody of my grand puppy, and he is a Chewini, a bag and a dog kind of a dog in a bag kind of dog, which is really interesting because I have, and my preference is bigger dogs, but he's going to be my travel companion. Uh, my daughter's moving. And so I, uh, I have a Chewini and his name is Ignacio and he's wonderful. Um, and so <laughs> that moves us into the topic today. The topic today is being your authentic self. Um, I am a dog person. I love dogs. Um, and now my authentic self is, uh, is being a pet parent and grandparent, though my grandma name is not, uh, grandma, Mimi, Mima, my, my mom goes by Grammy. <clears throat> I picked my grandma name years ago before I even thought about the idea, um, because I don't, for, I don't see myself as a, as a grandparent. Uh, my grandma name is Rocket. And uh, that's because rockets go to space. They do not hang out. They do not raise things. They they keep it pushing. And so that is my grandma name is Rocket. Um, <clears throat> but uh, Ignacio, you know, I'm just his mom now. So anyway, we're going to talk about our authentic selves. And I've had lots of conversations about this uh, topic all week. Um, and really thinking about how we show up in our most authentic way. Um, and so I had a conversation yesterday with my accountability buddy and, and we were kind of just processing out what that looks like. Um, and certainly from a loving better perspective and from that detachment perspective and from the codependency perspective, really recognizing how we define or move through the world in the most authentic way to who we are based on what we're going through in the moment. Um, and so oftentimes when I am talking to clients about their codependency and how they show up in relationships, a lot of times they will feel as though they have lost themselves. Um, and usually it is, uh, and certainly like once you've been in a relationship for a long time, or once you've been a parent for a long time, it feels like that's the main focus of your authentic self. What I know to be true is that there are lots of different versions of us, right? As we've talked about from a developmental perspective, as we go through things, the versions of ourselves shift and change to integrate those new experiences. And I talk often about the fact that I pivot pretty easily. Um, if something new happens or something unforeseen, I can shift and, okay, this is what we're doing now. Um, but really recognizing that there is a core to who we are that generally is more static than um, the, the version of ourselves that we are in in the moment. And there are seasons to that. Um, 
and and we don't necessarily understand or recognize that are we showing up in the most authentic way for us so uh as as i've been having these conversations um one one of the ways that this kind of came to be the topic for today um, is that I was having a conversation with a client and we were talking about um, how she shows up as a parent. Um, and so what that looks like to, you know, the, the kids that she has now, very different than it was, let's say, four years ago before she had gone through something pretty traumatic. And, um, and she said, I used to be this blah, blah, blah person. And I was like, well, let's, let's kind of figure that out. Like, where did that come from? And how did you, how did that show up for you? Um, and also, is that authentic to who you are right now? Because I can tell you that like, and I was telling the client, like, I can tell you that like being nurturing is very core and center to who you are. Uh, and part of that is because you had to do it for yourself because you didn't have that, you know, kind of growing up. The other thing is that you are funny. She's very, you know, she's just kind of a funny human. Um, and you're very loyal. And she was like, okay. And so really looking at those characteristics that are core to who we are. Um, and so as I was talking to my accountability buddy yesterday, she was talking about, you know, her core values or beliefs or characteristics, things that are static. Um, do they, do they evolve? Yes. Do they change? Certainly. And depending on the human that you're interacting with, the core stays the same. And so I've been having more conversations with other people going, okay, what do you, what do you say your core is? Um, and so, you know, my core kind of values or characteristics are, um, I am, I am very curious <laughs> about the human experience. I am incredibly loyal. Um, and I do love very hard, like 100% if, and I've said this before, like, if I love you, you know, there is no question, right? I don't hide that. I don't cover that with anything. Like I, you very much know that I love you. Um, and so as I'm talking to my accountability buddy, we were like, well, is it this, because oftentimes people think of your authentic self as this pinnacle top, you know, um, self-actualized, like super, you know, Zen thing. And that's not true. Um, she said this phrase and I, it's so beautiful and perfect and I'm giving her credit for it because she said it, she said, it's not a product, it's a process. And I was like, dope, like that's mind blowing. When we think about being our authentic selves, what I also recognize it is it's a feeling it's, it's, am I being true to who I am and how I'm showing up? Now I will tell you that for me across the board, you're going to, for the most part, get the same version of me. Um, I'm, I'm curious. I'm going to ask a lot of questions. Um, I am definitely going to show up in my full self. And now I have the tools and the words to be able to say, I'm not feeling my full self right now. Like I am at like 50% and my, the humans in my life will understand that and be able to go, okay, cool. Then I don't have to, you know, you don't have to show up all the way. I will show up and that'll be cool and we'll support each other. Um, my professional self shows up 100% all the time. Um, but I have said before, like, if you're my client under any circumstances in a coaching way, a therapeutic way or whatever, 
um, you're going to get the same version of me. Like, I'm going to show up. I'm going to be boundaried. I'm going to be professional. We're going to have a conversation. I'm going to be curious, use that nature that I have to kind of figure out what the, what the task is in that session, right? I'm going to pull it apart and do all the things. Um, my curious nature and my tenacious nature. Um, I'm also very hardworking. Um, I don't do anything halfway, uh, as evidenced by, you know, certainly my life. I uh, go full force in everything that I do. That said, um, I have definitely had, as we all do in our human experience, I've had moments or seasons that have pushed me to grow just a little bit harder and, you know, learn new skills. Sometimes I choose them, sometimes I have to, but my nature is to learn how to do things. My curiosity is to kind of push and understand how things work. Now, um, I think I've mentioned my brother's an engineer, um, a mechanical engineer and a systems engineer. And so he will take apart anything, anything mechanical and, you know, put it back together because that's his nature. That's he's very curious in that way. I am not mechanically inclined at all. Somebody asked me what the engine was in my car the other day. And I was like, I don't know. It runs. I don't, I, I don't even care. Like there are people that I pay for looking under the hood and doing those things. Um, so that is authentic to me. I will own that 100%. But when it comes to the human experience, I want to know. I, I am curious. I ask questions. I'm like, well, if this happens and this happens, how does that happen over there? Um, I'm very analytical and I can put things together and follow through. Um, and when I am showing up, I show up now today in my most authentic way, but often in relationships we have lost sometimes that compass of our values and who we are. And often we are going to betray ourselves to sometimes be in relationship. That is that codependency of I'm going to do whatever I need to do to be able to have that acceptance, validation, and love. And I'm going to hold on to this relationship or this relationship dynamic as long as I can while I'm betraying myself, while I'm losing parts of me, while I am showing up in ways that do not feel authentic to who I am. When people get to my office and I say, okay, tell me who you are in whatever way that I ask them, uh, sometimes they'll say, I don't, I don't know. I don't feel like I know who I am. And so because they have kept themselves safe and I, you know, I, I recognize that when we keep ourselves safe, we hold ourselves very tightly and we keep things close to the vest. We don't share things from that vulnerability place. We are trying to keep ourselves safe. And so we hold very close to ourselves. Um, and so we want connection, but we are not allowing space for our authentic selves to show up. So back to this client. Um, I was like, do your kids know who you are? And she's like, well, I'm their mom. Understood. But do they know who you are? Do they understand why you make some of the decisions that you make and where that comes from? And she said, no. I said, I want you to think about this. Oftentimes, and this is just across the board, not just specific to this client, but when we are in charge, right? For example, uh, managing things or, you know, running, running th stuff. Um, I had a, a situation the other day happen and uh my mom was having some health health issues and i just like jumped right into 
nurturing mode uh, because my daughter had some feelings about that. And, uh, and so my, my friend in accountability, buddy said, you're going to a crisis. Like you can, we'll, we'll process and, and do the emotional stuff later, but if you're going to crisis, jump in and do that. It's true. I am. Um, and so I jumped in, my nurturing self showed up and I went in with curiosity to see how my daughter was. I, uh, communicated with my family. Um, I shut down my emotional self to be able to handle things in that moment. And so my client often has done that same thing. It's just like, shut it down. We don't talk about it. We're just, this is the rule and this is how it's, it's done. And, um, and I said, well, where did you learn that? And so she kind of processed that out. I said, did you know who your parents are? And she said, well, they did this and this and this. I said, that's their behavior. Did you know who they were at the time? And she said, no. And so it is something to think about when we can show up as our authentic selves and be vulnerable and talk about where these core beliefs came from, how then we can shift and get to a level of connection that is different, that is emotion-based, that is vulnerable, and that is authentic. So there's a lot of layers to kind of figure out when we are in relationship with humans, either parent-child, romantic, or friend, we have different layers of authenticity and there are reasons for those different layers. With some people, we can be our most authentic selves. And certainly I've talked about, you know, what it feels like to have all of your parts seen at the same time and have a level of understanding with someone that is emotionally safe, that you can be your vulnerable, authentic self and feel secure we don't always have that in all of these relationship dynamics. And certainly as a parent, it is difficult to do because you are in charge. <laughs> um, and so, you know, depending on how you got to that parent place, um, often, you know, I've got a friend who looks around and goes, I don't, am I the adult in the room? That feels really uncomfortable. <laughs> and there have been oftentimes in parents, in parenthood for me, where I'm like, I'm the adult in the room. I've got to make the decisions. This does not feel good. But, you know, then I default to, I'm just going to handle shit and then we'll deal with the emotional fallout later. Today, that's different. Um, But I have said that, like, integrity is super important. And, um, you know, my dad died when I was 16. Uh, My younger siblings were obviously younger at, you know, different ages and stages, whatever. Um, But my brother is the youngest. We're 16 years apart the engineer. And, uh, we had a conversation when he was about 15, he was living with us at the time and going to high school in Albuquerque. And I was trying to define for him what integrity was. And I talked to him about, uh, not doing anything that you couldn't tell your parent, your partner or your children. And that is a heavy responsibility. But for me, that is how I define integrity. And so really recognizing that I'm going to live my full self and my decisions will be based based on not doing anything I can't tell my partner, my child, or my parent. Um, my mom knows who I am 100%. She may not always like that, but she knows who I am. I also know who my mother is, uh, all of her layers, all of her parts at the same time. And she has been a different version of herself in my 50 years. Um, and I'm really grateful to see her in all of her humanity, not just based on a title. Um, 
it does help to build a level of connection and closeness when you don't have to hide certain parts of yourself because of that fear of what would people think? What would people think? You know, what people think is their business, not yours. And so as we continue to build and grow more space for our authentic selves, what I know to be true is as we kind of pull apart from those relationships, not away, just apart from those relationships that we have, you know, compromised ourselves to have, you know, acceptance, validation, and love, as we continue to fill that space with acceptance, validation, and love for ourselves, then those core beliefs, those core values of who we are, we can start to give them to ourselves. We can start to sit in the space of, I really like this about me. I actually enjoy that I like to spend time by myself. I can sit for days, if not weeks, by myself and really appreciate who I am. Now, that's not a flex that has taken years to get to that place. Whereas before I was filling that with all of these other humans and trying to, you know, move around and figure out how do I please everybody around me. And so really thinking about that people pleaser mentality and in doing so compromising myself, getting in the box, doing these things that I don't necessarily want to do or don't necessarily agree with, uh, but I will do it just because I need you to see me, love me and validate me. It is challenging when we start to think about what am I creating when I create dependence, when I create people who I don't trust that they are going to be able to do things for themselves, and what am I doing to myself when I can't trust myself, when I am compromising my own beliefs or values or character to be in relationship with another person? I I will then start to not trust myself. I will say, well, I let myself get into these stupid situations and there must be something wrong with me on a fundamental level. I don't think that's true. And most people who ask that question, they are actually able to kind of figure out what is it that I am doing? Am I living in my most authentic way? One of the things that, um, you know, my accountability brought up is that our authenticity is often influenced by our vulnerability. Do I feel safe? Right. And so if I'm triggered or if I'm tired or if I'm hungry uh, or if I haven't, you know, been able to get all my things done, my authentic self looks a little scattered and frazzled and kind of all over the place. But that is authentic. That is true to who I am. Um, and in safe and, and um, emotional relationships where I feel like I can be vulnerable, I will say that to someone or to those people that I am in relationship with. I am feeling very frazzled. I am having a hard day. I am struggling. And so um, it gives them the opportunity to then show up for me. And it also gives me the opportunity to say, what do I need to make sure to take care of myself in this moment? What do I need in order to get back to that core part of myself that feels emotionally safe and secure? So if I am doing things, behaving in a way that is inauthentic to who I am, I am compromising myself. And oftentimes when we have grown up kind of codependent and trying to, you know, um, chameleon our way into relationships because I, I don't feel safe. I don't feel validated. I don't feel loved. I don't feel accepted. I'm going to do all these things. We're compromising ourselves, right? 
So we're not trusting ourselves. Um, I had made a TikTok about how I trust you is equivalent to I love you, especially when we're raising littles. We have to get to the place where we say, I trust you. I trust that you will make the right decision. I trust that you will make choices that reflect well on who you are. We want to build them so that they can start to trust themselves and giving them opportunities rather than bubble wrapping them and not showing them what the world actually looks like. This could be controversial, but I do feel like oftentimes parents have over-parented in that codependent way and not given their kids an opportunity to learn how the world works because, you know, they want them to be accepted, validated, and loved, but only under these circumstances. <laughs> and I don't want to have them, I don't want them to have other circumstances that they could get hurt. But the reality is that out in the world, they're going to get hurt. And what we want to build is resilience. What we want to build is that ability for them to trust themselves. What we want to build, ideally, is the ability for them to show up as their most authentic self, even if that's a mess sometimes, even if they're having big feelings and they're going to throw a fit. Kids throw fits. That's true. Kids are going to have to hear no so that they know how to respect a no, right? I think oftentimes when I work with clients and they are talking about how even in their own family of origin, like people keep pushing their boundary. And so their, their no is not listened to. And so then they start to doubt, well, do I, is that an, do I have the right to say no? Can I say no? Should I just say yes all the time? Cause that's the only way that people will leave me alone or what is the right answer, right? They stop, they stop trusting themselves. They stop trusting that they have the ability and the right to say no. And based on what they're observing from the adults around them, it might be difficult to figure out what is their most authentic, what is the truth for them. And so we have to really work on, it would behoove us, it would be in the best interest of raising humans who have that sense of integrity, who will be able to stand up for their themselves, but also for their no, that will be able to say with kindness and compassion that is not something I want to do or participate in. And if you don't love me or validate me or see me, I can walk away from this and I can still be okay. That is an opportunity for us to model for our kids how to show up in their most authentic way. And, you know, being a kind of a weird question asky like rebel person, um, it would have been really helpful if somebody said, I love that you are different and, you know, go against the grain and you still get to the same destination. You still are able to show up in a way that is the most authentic for you. Um, I am really grateful to be able to show up in my most authentic way with the people that I have in my life because they see me, all of my parts at the same time. They recognize that this, this, ever evolving, changing version of Stella is kind of fun to watch and kind of cool to be around. And I give that space to my friends, obviously, um, to my family and to my clients to give them the space to create that they can be their most authentic self. And it doesn't have to look perfect and it doesn't have to be organized and all the things. It just has to be. And as they continue to create space, not holding themselves so tightly, 
What I know to be true is that then they start to feel a sense of calm. Then they start to feel a sense of peace. Then they are able to, with their whole selves, stand up and say, this is who I am and this is how I show up. And no, I don't want to do that thing. No, I don't want to get in the box. No, I don't want to compromise my beliefs. And yes, I trust myself. And that feels amazing. What I know to be true is that when a client starts to breathe in that way and feel really connected to themselves, the alignment between their thoughts, their anxiety comes down, their heart, they are not so depressed or sad, and their intuition lines up so much more easily. And then they can feel very comfortable being in the world because they don't care what other people think. They don't care what other people are going to say or do. They are not worried about, am I doing that right? (laughs) Even if I do it wrong, it's okay because it's authentic to who I am. My core beliefs and who I am is secure and I am securely attached to myself. It's incredible to watch, I will tell you. Like as, as a clinician, as a coach, as someone who gets to witness that on a regular basis, being able to give people that tool feels really good. And then to watch them use it consistently feels really good. And what I know to be true is certainly as someone who lives that way, feels really good. Um, Not always, like sometimes I fumble, sometimes I do it wrong or weird, or sometimes I say some dumb shit and I'm like, what was that? Um, But I don't have the anxiety that I used to have about it. I don't have that fear that people aren't going to like me if I don't do it the right way. Um, and so it, it feels really good to live in your authentic self as it evolves, as it changes, it is not a product, it is a process. And so really thinking about, you know, this concept that people want to get back to their authentic self, well, we can't, it's not a, it's not a destination. We can't go backwards. What we can do, can't, can't fail backwards. Uh, what we can do is start to get in touch with our core values, our core beliefs. What do I want to really show up as in the world based on my sweet, vulnerable, crazy, wild, curious self. What does that look like? And when I do, I feel more securely attached to me. When I do, I trust myself. I want to give that to all of the humans, uh, tiny and otherwise, is that we want them to be able to trust themselves. We want them to show up in their most authentic way, not in the ways that we have programmed into them uh, because of our fear, because of our concern about what would people think, right? When we can give a kid, hey, I get it, you have big feelings. I get it, it's uncomfortable and you get anxious. I get it, that the world can feel big and overwhelming and you can be your authentic self. You can say no and I'm going to be here to hold you, see all of your parts at the same time, accepting and loving you, not because of what you do, but because of who you are. There is nothing more um, nurturing and supportive than that, right? And so as we continue to look at how we are nurturing ourselves and how we are then showing up for other people, we're not going to go based on our programming. We're going to go based on what feels best for us. And when we can create space between us and other people, we start to have that awareness of what do I like? Who am I? And if we are maybe not super comfortable in that space, like if we struggle to look at ourselves in the mirror or spend time alone in our heads, 
well, who, who are we showing up for? Like, how, how are we showing up? That's why I talk about self-talk often. And it's one of the first things that I kind of work with with clients is how are you talking to yourself? You know, be nice to my client. I tell my friends on a regular basis, hey, be nice to my friend. That's not helpful. Um, and they tell me, which is really also validating, is they'll be like, be nice to my friend. She's, you know, she's doing her best. She's showing up in her most authentic way. And right now that's a mess. And that's okay. So that is your nugget. Um, I It's such a, it's a rich opportunity for us to continue to grow as our authentic self evolves based on what we're going through. As long as our core, I'm in touch, I'm in touch with who, who I am and who I show up with on a regular basis. That has been challenged for sure um, because life is difficult. And so we want to build resilience and we want to build um, opportunities to continue to grow in a vulnerable way, being emotionally available and not getting in the box, not shutting down, not doubting what am I doing and how am I doing it? If that doubt shows up, that's an opportunity for you to check in and go, well, am I compromising me? Am I not showing up in my authentic way? And how does that feel? And when I can recognize I am not showing up in my as my best self, maybe I need some work. Maybe I need some help. Maybe I need some rest. Maybe I need a snack. I don't know, but you've got to figure out what you need. And in order to do that, you got to be able to look in the mirror and go, hey, friend, what do you need? That's your nugget for real. We are ending now, but thank you so much for watching. Um, thank you to all of my, my people who follow and listen on a regular basis. Um, I do plan on doing at least two more shows before the end of the year, and then I'll probably take a little bit of a break. But if you need to get a hold of me, if you'd like to get a hold of me, if you need to make a session or whatever, um, lx2.cod.coach at gmail.com. You can reach me here on Instagram at Luna underscore X2 underscore LLC. You can also find me on Facebook. Luna X2 LLC. I'll talk to you soon. Take care. Have a good weekend. All right. We have ended the video and we are ending the podcast. Thank you so much to everyone who's listening all over the country and all over the world. I do appreciate it. Um, if you would like to get a hold of me, it's lx2.cod.coach and I will talk to you soon. Take care.